welcome, <laughs> welcome back to Milk and Honey. Um, oh, I forgot that we named it that. <laughs> it's so cute. Like, oh, our podcast Aww. is a name. Yeah. I forgot. Aww, look at us. Look at us. Um, so just for anyone who doesn't know us in real life or can't tell our voices apart, I'm Eve. And I'm Ruthie. And we're friends. <laughs> and, we're, and we're friends. We're friends. And we do a podcast together, <laughs> if you couldn't tell. So, <laughs> so I guess we can just start with a life update. Mm-hmm. Uh, I already told Ruthie this, but I hosted a bachelorette party this weekend. And I don't think I did a very good job. Everyone was like, oh, yeah, this is a great party. And I'm like, okay, (laughs) thanks. And, like, I'm a fairly confident person. Yeah. But I was feeling kind of insecure about it because we went out to dinner. It was a super great place. Mm -hmm. Had pasta. It was incredible. Such a good time. How many people were there? There were, like, seven of us. Okay. Yeah. So we got food. And then we headed to my house for the rest of the night to just, like, chill and do, like, normal stuff. And we were going to, like, do a slumber party thing. Mm -hmm. I got to my house, and my cat had um, trigger warning, potty talk. Um, (laughs) 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 He had peed, pooped, and barfed in my home. And uh, so I had to clean it all up. Which was just such a good time. (laughs) So much fun. It was was very entertaining. So that was just, like, really embarrassing. Like, the audacity of this cat to just, like, make me look so bad in front of everyone. Um, Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I don't think I – when you first told me, I don't think I fully comprehended that, like, people were there Mm -hmm. when you found it. When I found it, Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah, and it just smelled so bad, and I was like, oh, I'm, I was just apologizing over and over again, like, I'm mm. so sorry, I, like, literally don't know where the smell is coming from, because I didn't find the doo-doo until the next day, mm. so people were literally sleeping on the floor, and there was poop on the floor. Did you sleep in the living room? So, there weren't enough beds, so I slept in my mom's bed, and everyone else slept out in the living room. Okay. Yeah, but everybody was still pretty close to it. <laughs> yes, they were literally on the floor with it. And oh it was, like, gosh. a ways away, but still. Oh, my it was gosh. so nasty. So, yeah, and then um, I asked one of the girls to wake me up in the morning so that I could make everyone breakfast. Mm-hmm. But, because um, for some reason, I thought she was going to be, like, an early riser. She wasn't. She was oh, the last no. person sleeping. So I woke up, and it was, like, 11 a.m., and... One of the girls was already out in the kitchen making breakfast. I'm like, why did you not wake me up? Making breakfast? She was making breakfast for everyone. In your kitchen? In my kitchen. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. You go, I guess. Right? And I was like, okay. I just, like, felt embarrassed. Like, oh, my gosh. My cat destroyed the house. (laughs) And now you're making breakfast, which I was supposed to do. It sounds like everybody had a good time, though. Yeah, I think we did. I think it was good. Yeah, mm-hmm. we watched Dick Van Dyke. That was kind of cute. It's so cute. The Dick Van so Dyke cute. show starring Dick Van Dyke. <laughs> it gets copyrighted. Yeah, like, <laughs> Cancel over Dick Van Dyke. <laughs> oh, is oh he alive? Gosh. Do you know? Oh, I don't think he is. Really? I want to Google it. Oh, no. I remember that was like all I used to watch when I was a kid was like yeah. Dick Van Dyke, uh... Andy Griffith. Yeah. Um, 
some like I Love Lucy. Yes. Let's look it up. Same, same. I remember like one of our friend's moms found out that we liked watching Andy Griffith and she was like, why are you guys like 80? <laughs> was, like, like literally making fun of us for like watching Okay, it was on Netflix and we had it on DVD, so Andy Griffith was like a staple. Yes! Yeah. I'm trying to find out if he's dead or not. Hey, buddy, we know you're a geezer, but are you alive? But are you alive? Oh, good. There's no died on the Wikipedia page. Okay, that's good. He was born in December 13th, 1925. He's 95. Whoa. Oh wait, really? Ninety five? He's ninety five. I wow. don't feel like that's right. The right math. Are you sure of that? <laughs> One of us is dumb. <laughs> oh, it says he's ninety five. <laughs> it literally says he's ninety five. <laughs> like I don't trust you, Google. What's with the fake news? <laughs> <laughs> wait, because he would be a hundred in yeah, and in twenty twenty five or twenty <laughs> He'll be a hundred <laughs> the same day he's born. <laughs> update for us yeah i started school this week which is a big deal for me because i've been out of school for like let's see like three years something like that look at you so yeah i'm super i'm super pumped although it's been funny because like i missed out on the whole zoom period of time during covid because i i just like didn't have anybody that i needed to zoom with really Mm -hmm. and so trying to figure out trying to figure it out is a little embarrassing I feel like an old lady trying to like (laughs) figure out how to use like all this stuff that people have already been using for so long now but you Mm -hmm. know it's fine yeah um yeah I feel like I'm doing a little bit better at taking care of myself since the last episode so that's good a little update a little update yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. things are going a little bit smoother yeah I that's good but check back with me in five minutes and I might have have a different update for you honestly yeah by the way we're recording on a macbook which I think will be okay but if the audio is like yeah if it's gross then that's why you can yeah blame us I don't think it's gonna be like nasty but it'll be okay it it won't be like (laughs) pristine so um, yeah. yeah, we just had some technical difficulties, but the show yeah. must go on. The show must go on. Yeah. So, okay, speaking of self-care, mm-hmm. um, this is probably just going to be, like, a theme in our pod, because <laughs> it's something, it's a journey, you know? It is. It is. Um, I, I think I've been forced into some self-care, because yesterday I was at work, and I started getting, like, terrible pains <gasps> in my side. No! Yeah, and I was like... I was okay. Like mm-hmm. I just sat down for a few minutes and it like got better. Didn't completely what do you go away. what do you mean? Like in your like in my like gallbladder area. Oh and so yeah. So immediately I Googled what do gallstones feel like? <laughs> and I like literally fit the entire description and I was you're like, Great. Joking. And I was like, Do I have to go to the hospital? Was it that like, bad that you're like, I can't I was like, worried. I I never it was it hurt to like breathe. Yeah, Ooh. and, like, if it hadn't passed in, like, a few minutes, I would have been, like, hey, uh, I need to leave, <laughs> but, like, hospital. literally, so I googled it, like, okay, what do they feel like, what's the treatment, and, like, you don't have to, like, 
get them removed. You basically just like chill and it like passes. So that was good. Um, (laughs) But yeah, so I had, I have to like go on a low fat diet. Oh, that's no fun. Right after we eat chicken pizza. Yeah. Like, we just ate, like, barbecue chicken pizza. I'm like, oh, ha, ha, ha. Yeah, low-fat diet. Totally on that, Mom. <laughs> but um, I'm just – I'm very much, like, a fan of the, like, high-fat diet. Like <laughs> – like Keto? I mean, yeah. Well, no, I don't – I would never eat keto. I need carbs. Oh. I need carbs oh, and so fat. Oh, so you mean, like, and... <laughs> you like, all the carbs, all the fat. No, all like, butter, avocado, mm-hmm. like, yeah. red meat. Like, I – I do yeah. enjoy that stuff because I was vegan for like a couple years, mm-hmm. and so now that I'm not vegan anymore, I like to enjoy. You were vegan for a couple years. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. I don't think I knew that. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, let's see. It was like my senior year of high school and like my first year out of high school. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And then I went to Africa, and they gave me goat meat all the time. Oh, yeah. And I was like, I will eat it. And I was like, wait, I love meat. <laughs> it's goat meat. I'm trying to ignore that fact, but, like, I like yeah. it. So. Yeah. 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 So, anyway. Yeah, but so. But so. But so. <laughs> I, okay. Even if you're not vegan, the sofritas or whatever at Chipotle are mm. so good. They are good. Yeah. Yeah. I, I immediately was like low-fat, like, no animal products, Mm -hmm. I'm going to Chipotle, and I got a bowl with white rice, black beans, Mm. sofritas, and then, like, corn and pico and lettuce. Guac? No, guac. Oh, no, because it's high-fat. But the thing is, it's avocado. Like, who cares? Right. It's healthy fat. Right, it's healthy fat, but I was still, like, I don't want to be gross, but, like, basically you just have to stay away from fat so that, like, certain, like, ducts in your body can, like, unclog. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I'm a 50-year-old man. Yeah. Like, am I on the verge of a heart attack? I don't know. So. That's terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. But oh, I'm no. fine. But I just, I feel like I'm, like, okay, I need to start eating healthier yeah. and just being healthier because yeah. I don't think that this is a road I need to be going down at 21 years old. Probably not. No, probably not. <laughs> probably not having strange pains in your side. Literally, like, uh, the only thing that, like, gave me peace of mind was that it wasn't my appendix, because that's, mm. like, a big fear of mine, is getting appendicitis. Oh, same. Yeah. Yeah. I used Sounds to absolutely terrifying. I used to get, like, phantom pains when I was young. Mm. Yeah, because I was so scared of getting wow. appendicitis. Like, most nights I'd be like, I think I have appendicitis. You're joking. Yeah, oh and my, my mom was like, um, okay. And she would, like, do different, like, tests. Mm-hmm. And I never... <laughs> um, okay. It never was. I was always perfectly fine. Mm. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know that was a thing. That could occur. Um, I feel like the last five minutes have just been me oversharing. So... <laughs> We're like, I feel like we're both just in weird headspaces. I like, yeah. I feel like my brain is kind of, oh my gosh, I feel like my brain is like kind of foggy too. So mm-hmm. I'm like, but it's okay. We'll yeah. get through it. We're stretching ourselves, guys, we for sure your are. sake. Yeah, it's this all because all of you. you. This is for your benefit. Yes. And we're about to spill some major tea. Um, 
why am I getting hair in my mouth? You just I, pulled the hair out of I your did. mouth, and now I have one. <gasps> that was so weird. Is, is there hair in our LaCroix? Awkward silence as I take the hair out of my mouth. <laughs> yeah, no, I think it's probably in the carpet. I'm not used to carpet. We're sitting on the floor, guys. Yeah. Yeah. We're sitting on the floor. We With are. With our LaCroix. With our LaCroix. It's a good time. Okay, do you want to, like, jump into the point of this episode? <laughs> <laughs> talk forever we really could about yeah like nothing <laughs> i think this is probably the closest we've ever come to being talked out but like it's, it's a rare we, it's we a never, rare thing for us we'll never quite get there no yeah no okay so <laughs> <laughs> okay do i have permission yeah or are we gonna explain what's going on yeah i'll explain okay <laughs> <laughs> Per last week's little hint, 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 <laughs> we're doing relationship advice, and um, I had... But it's you guys giving us relationship exactly. advice. Exactly, and I feel like it would be a really good idea for, like, us to give advice. Okay. But based off of the state of mind we're both currently in... <laughs> I could give some advice. Could I'm you? A, I'm in, a, like, a grandma wisdom yes. mood. Okay, so, so Ruthie's gonna come through. I don't have a lot of, like, <laughs> I feel like relationship experience but i do with like friendships yeah so i mean okay that's something okay you know? yeah. and also watching people fail at their relationships yes honestly you probably could like you may have gotten enough like wisdom to... uh-huh. wow my words are no i know what you're trying to say like though. you probably have more wisdom than some of your friends do because you've learned from like yeah. several different people's like yeah, I just I just let other people take one for the team, and I'm the team. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically That's so how good. it goes. I love that. Um, okay, so yeah, Ruthie's probably gonna come through, mm-hmm. uh, but we have quite a few entries. They're pretty short that we're just gonna go through, and we're gonna give our two cents as well. So the first one is from my sister, actually. Mm. And we just asked people to write in their best relationship advice, not to be basic, mm-hmm. give us the nitty gritty. And this is what she said. She said, clear expectations. Everything in a relationship stems from expectations. Understanding the other's expectations and setting the other person's expectations eliminates so much conflict. Wait, why did that make zero sense to me? <laughs> Why did I not get that at all? Can I read it? Yeah, read it. Okay. <laughs> Wait, why is your phone so weird? I, I like, cropped it, so... Oh. Because I thought it would be easier to read it. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, well, it's not. No, <laughs> okay. Clear expectations. Everything in a relationship stems from expectations. Understanding the other's expectations and setting the other person's expectations eliminates so much conflict. Okay, so I kind of get what she's saying. It's like basically setting up like telling the other person this is kind of what I expect from the relationship mm-hmm. um like based off of you know my standards and you know my wants and needs and like understanding the other person's yeah yeah just mm-hmm. both stating your expectations and having like an understanding yeah that's really good 
yeah. it's really key, I think. It's huge because I I know in my first relationship, that was like a huge point of contention for us was yeah. like I was expecting him to be spending time like like a ton of time with me mm. and he was like I have a life <laughs> so like yeah it's just really important to like state expectations that saves you so much conflict mm. so much yeah so yeah and honestly that goes for lots of different relationships oh, yeah. and different areas in life because like I I remember I'm gonna speak for my sister right now the one who wrote this in I remember she was telling me when they were in premarital Mm -hmm. um they their like counselor had them write down their expectations for each other yeah I remember or what they thought Mm -hmm. the other's expectations were of them and one of the ones that my sister had of her future husband was that she had to or one of the expectations she thought he was gonna have yeah was for her to have dinner on the table like at a certain time every single night and he was like what no yeah no I don't expect that from you I'm like more than happy to cook like you would be taking away from my like joy and like sometimes making dinner by doing that and she's like okay cool you know yeah so yeah just like discussing that is super important that's definitely not something that's talked about a lot for marriage is like um like how basically how you were raised in the relationships that you saw around you, how that kind of sets you up for what you think the other person is going to expect mm-hmm. too. So that's kind of interesting mm-hmm. and like what you expect. So kind of it, a lot depends on like what healthy or unhealthy relationships you saw growing up. Yeah, mm-hmm. truly. Yeah. That's such a good point. Okay. She have another point too. That was it from her. Now from another one of my friends who is a faithful follower. (laughs) She says, my limited relationship advice. Don't be afraid of having really hard conversations. If your significant other has hurt you, let them know. More often than not, they had no idea there was a problem. Also, if you think something's off, there probably is something off. Talk to your person and figure it out. Mm. Also, be patient with the process. It takes a long time to get to know someone, and God's timing is always the best. Be willing to learn and grow from the person you are in a relationship with, and cover everything in grace. Know when to cover something in love and when to confront something in love. Keep Jesus at the center. Mm. I love that. I love her heart. That's so sweet. Mm. Um, Yeah, I feel like a core theme in that is beyond like she just said keeping Jesus at the center Mm -hmm. like communicating Mm. I feel like for me and my relationships I've been afraid to like open up lines of communication because I'm afraid of being like overbearing yeah I'm afraid of being like oh is there something wrong are you mad at me because there's Mm -hmm. this stereotype around that but like legitimately like it's just so important you don't have to be insecure about it Mm -hmm. you can just be like oh something's off yeah hey I feel like something's off is this just my imagination you know yeah like how are you doing like let's be honest with each other you know yeah and like again if some if they do something that hurts you or like catches you off guard or something just be like oh wow oh sorry that kind of bothers me like yeah like I feel like when you do that this makes me feel this certain way whatever and using I statements and all that 
That's something that I think I appreciate about you is I feel like you're a really good communicator. Like you'll say if like something's up or something. And like, I really appreciate that because I, I get nervous when people aren't talking to me about how they're feeling. Like Mm -hmm. I, you know, like I feel like, okay, Mm -hmm. now I've got to try to read your mind and figure out what's going on. Mm -hmm. So I like, I really, I appreciate that about you. I feel like you're very like open with how you're feeling. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I try to be. Mm-hmm. I kind of credit a lot of that to um, my sister, my older sister again. Wow, getting a lot of shout outs. <laughs> she complained to me the other day that we didn't talk about her enough in our first episode. So here's your Love moment, you. Emily. Love you, um, <laughs> but here's she, your moment. <laughs> here's your Enjoy moment. It. There you go, there, on a platter. It's gone. <laughs> <laughs> no, but she's she's really good at like being honest in her feelings, and sometimes she's harsh about it. It's fine. Not salty at all. <laughs> but she just, she's a very honest communicator. And I think that everyone in her life has, like, learned some of that from her. Mm-hmm. It's just really, it's healthy. Yeah. Like, not losing your temper at people, hopefully. But, like, <laughs> you know, just being clear. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it saves so much time. When it just, really like, does. in the moment, not letting things things faster just be like oh yeah that hurt my feelings or you know whatever yeah 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 so good um okay next one from another one of our friends now we read her story in the first episode oh and she wrote it again shout out to you vip VIP truly vip listener So she said, hold your boundaries, communicate when something Mm. isn't working, but also validate your partner when something is. (laughs) I'm sorry. She just started like circling around on the mouse pad. (laughs) For no reason. I'm just like not even looking at the computer. I'm fidgeting with the computer. Um, Okay. Sorry. Um. Don't be afraid to walk away if it isn't meant to be. Relationships aren't about finding your other half. Be whole and happy in your identity before going into a relationship oh. so that finding someone who makes you not want to be single is the exception to your norm, not the mm. average. Ooh, wow. that, that speaks. Yes. Truly. That's really good. That is, that is so good. The thing about communicating when something isn't working and also validating mm-hmm. when your partner to your partner when something is that mm-hmm. is so mm-hmm. so good that's really good yeah the boundaries thing is important but yeah I really liked um what she said about um um what was the last thing like, um oh be whole and happy in yeah. your identity yeah 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 like because I think that's that is so true that's such a like stereotype that or I don't know is that the right word but I don't know. I just feel like a lot of people think that, oh, when I find my person, I'll become whole. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's so important just to like find yourself where you are and, you know, become whole in yourself. And before, and then if somebody comes along, then, you know, mm-hmm. making that your priority, I think, is so important and not talked about enough. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that piece about, like, um, having, like, waiting for someone to make you not want to be single because you are so, like, mm. settled into just being by yourself. Like, yeah. it's, 
Yeah. Like, I, I'll be honest, I really do want a relationship. Mm-hmm. But the reason I've been single for so long is because there's no one who's actually made me want to, like, give up mm. being single. Because it's nice to just be able to, like, live free and not have to, like, worry about yeah. <laughs> someone else. And relationships are complicated. Yeah, so and honestly, low-key not worth it with uh, <laughs> with the vast majority of men. So cool. <laughs> it's so um, true. That's not okay. <laughs> that was sarcasm. Oh, maybe was maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. <so. laughs> maybe not the vast majority, but there aren't there aren't okay. We have high standards and not a lot that's of guys true. meet that. There, meet there that. you go. That's, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, okay, I don't know if Ruthie actually agrees, but... Um... No, I agree, I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, I was going to say something about that, but... Oh, I think just that... And, like, it would be so easy for you, I feel like, to be like, oh, well, you know, I want to be in a relationship, so I'm going to find one. And because, I mean, I just feel like, you know, you've obviously got a lot going for you. So mm-hmm. I think it, it definitely... It takes a lot of restraint to be like, no, I'm going to, you know, tough it out and, you know, mm-hmm. because it's just not worth it for me at this point mm-hmm. in my life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. I feel that. Okay. Next one is from someone. Oh, I think I know her too. <laughs> I'm so popular. I'm just kidding. <laughs> These are literally all our Instagram followers. Yeah, it's literally people we know. I'll be, like, surprised that it's, like, people that you know. But the thing is, I didn't realize that I knew her. Oh. Maybe I don't. Is it somebody I know? I don't think so. Okay. So it says, always tell the truth from the beginning, especially when it's something you know might hurt them. Mm. Be okay with having an argument, talk it out, try not to yell, and give yourself some time to really process. Mm. Okay, those, I thought they were going to go together because they were from the same person, but they're (laughs) kind of different thoughts. Hmm. Um, I think the first one ties in well with what we were talking about before, but that second one about arguing, mm-hmm. honestly, really good. Like, it's good to, like, take space when arguing. I had a boyfriend who we, we low-key fought all the time. Mm. It was just our personalities. And I'm, like, not the argument type, mm-hmm. but he just brought that out in me for some reason. Mm. Uh, toxic <laughs> but <laughs> well I think arguing can be good sometimes it can though, be good yeah because yeah we had a lot of honesty in our relationship mm-hmm. um but we definitely like I think it was a testament the amount of arguing we did mm. was a testament to the fact that it just wasn't a good fit sure but I I learned a lot about it in regards to like keeping connection when you're in an argument but mm-hmm. also taking space to like think and make sure not to overthink it Mm-hmm. And that's where it's important to, like, find a balance between, like, communicating and keeping lines of communication open, but also, like, taking space and thinking things through and, like, evaluating your emotions and just, like, um, yeah, it's yeah. just, it's important. And finding someone who can learn that skill, mm-hmm. either has that skill or is willing to learn it, is, like, super valuable. What do you, do you prefer to, like, win there is an argument do you like to like and like you need to take space do you or do you, do you like to I guess my question is 
when you have an argument, do you prefer to like take space after it to kind of cool off or do you like to like finish it off right away so that there's closure and you like... I like to have a little bit of closure, Mm -hmm. but like definitely state that like we probably have to revisit this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like usually something that I find when I'm in an argument and things are like cooling down, I'll be like, there's something else that was bothering me Mm -hmm. and I'm either A, not ready to talk about it or B... I can't remember it mm-hmm. because I'm just so glad this is like coming yeah. down. The conflict is like settling down because uh, uh. I hate conflict. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And I'll be like, so I think we're going to have to like revisit things. Mm-hmm. They're like, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. And so they already have that like expectation, like, oh, we're going to have to have another conversation. Mm-hmm. They're prepared. They're waiting. They're ready. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So the next one says, don't hide anything, including family drama. The right guy will mm. stay. Ooh. That's a loaded one. I actually didn't realize how spicy that was yeah. until I said it. It's actually spicy. Yeah. That's so interesting. I actually had a conversation about this with um, M and Nils, my brother-in-law, the other day about how, like, we have, you know, we all have trauma. <laughs> and, you know different like odd family dynamics and stuff and like when someone starts when you get into a relationship with someone you know they say you don't only date the individual you also date their family and so true. part of me hates that but another part of me is like oh that's true <laughs> because, because sometimes mothers can be yeah. really mean to their son's girlfriends that's and fair. stuff like that that's like fair. you have mm-hmm. to or sometimes you know, I have experience with, like, a guy prioritizing his mom's, like, mm-hmm. opinions and mm-hmm. input over mine and, like, mm-hmm. took her side on stuff instead of mine, which in certain contexts is okay, but after a certain point, mm-hmm. cough, cough, three years, like, you should be taking my side and some stuff, so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would say so. Three yeah. Years, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, but, yeah, we were talking about how, like, when you come in even if you're just dating into like a family dynamic like it is important to like have an open mind and like Mm -hmm. have an understanding of like what's going on in someone's life like having understanding understanding of the messy situation and like taking inventory of like where this person is at concerning it especially when it comes to like drama and trauma yeah um, like, is this person working towards healing? Like, mm. how has this situation affected them? Like, are they going to be, like, a good partner for me? Mm. Whatever. But, like, I've had guys who, like, my parents are divorced, and they were like, that's totally fine. Like, I mm-hmm. know you. I know your heart. I know how you've, like, gone after healing. Like, we're good. Yeah. And I've had guys where, like, I don't have proof of this, but I feel like maybe they were dissuaded from, mm. like, that's so being with up. me because yeah because like especially in christian circles i think yeah. divorce is like a big red flag and mm-hmm. i'm like i'm so sorry my parents like, divorce wasn't my like, fault i, was I have gone to therapy yeah <laughs> so yeah but yeah so that's a thing but mm. yeah yeah that's so messed up to think about but mm. but yeah i i i really like that and i think like for me like i i've thought about this a lot too of how like you know, if I ever, end, like, if I end up with somebody, like, they're going to have to be, like, best friends with all my family members, and that's, like, <laughs> that's going to be interesting, because I have, you know, I, my family, there's a couple, 
at least a couple pretty big personalities there. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, but I, I think it's, it's good that I've figured out that that's kind of going to be my standard though, as I mm-hmm. want to make sure that, you know, they all get along and yeah. yeah. So, cause yeah, that's, that's a big deal is like if there's family drama to, you know, you want to avoid that at all costs. Yeah. And I think I, I, I love, or I, I shouldn't say I love, but I think it's interesting, like stories of like weddings where the mm. family drama kind of all comes to the surface. Yes. And it's like, I don't, that's my worst nightmare. Like I don't yeah. want that to happen to me. I want everything to like come out like right away. Like who yeah. has a problem with who and yeah, you know. Yeah. Okay. Our last one. Our last little write-in was actually from my mom. Oh, yeah. Maybe she'll actually listen to this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Did she not listen to the last two? She's not a podcast person, so probably not. Um, So she says, don't settle for crumbs. You Mm. should be the center of the universe after God. And that sounds a little odd, so I'm going to give some context because I know what she's talking about. Mm -hmm. We sometimes talk about how, like, you're supposed to be like sitting at the table like, mm-hmm. feasting in the relationship like yep. you are sitting at the table together like eating all of the food having a great time but mm-hmm. sometimes these people will pull stuff on you where you are well they're just throwing you crumbs mm. like you're in this relationship oh they text me every day mm. oh they like you know say certain things to me whatever they like they're just throwing you these crumbs you when like you deserve if you're a good person, which both, most of us are, probably. probably. <laughs> um, honestly, it's just human decency. Like, being present, listening to you, yeah. being, like, 100% in. Like, to make a relationship actually work and, like, be sustainable, mm-hmm. you both have to be in, like, 100%. Mm-hmm. Like, trying to figure out, like, a 50-50 balance is, like, never going to work. You both have to be all in. A hundred percent, yeah. All in. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it's just gonna be messy. Mm-hmm. So, I know I've been in relationships where I was settling for crumbs. Literally, it was like I was under the table waiting for him to drop me something. Like I think when it's your, like, first relationships, too, I think it's easy mm-hmm. to do that because you don't really know. Oh, absolutely. Like, in high school, these guys are so mature, and <clears throat> they can say all the nice things to you, uh-huh. but if they're not prioritizing you if they're not treating you like with kindness and like whatever you're probably honestly like in the grand scheme of their lives like a side piece like that's just reality in high school yep um and you know some guys are you know like okay I don't want to be like stereotype people but like frat boys in general yeah like even if they're like 25 Mm -hmm. you're still kind of on the back burner to them So you just have to watch out, but with certain guys, you know, they will. There, there are guys who will like put you in the center. Okay, not, maybe not in the center of their lives, but you know, like just prioritize you. It's like you know those TikToks that are like when I thought I was like the most important thing in his life, and then it's like and then it's, and then it goes like, to, like video games. Or yeah, yeah, yes, yes. I'm gonna okay, this reminds me. I'm gonna I'm gonna give Emily another plug because I just I just thought of something that, that reminds me of. When she was like I think she was probably like fifteen or sixteen, she had 
you know, do you guys, do you remember like with Gmail when you could, do you do those little signatures at the bottom? And it would always be like a quote or like yes, something like I that. I still have one of those. You do? I, I do. I, I do. don't know how to get it away. So it's just there. Get it away. <laughs> get it out. Get out of my life. <laughs> yeah, I know what you're talking about. So she used to, she used to have, um, um, what did it say? It was this quote and it said like, wait for steak, I think. Or something oh, like that. yes. So and when I was like 12, I saw that and I was like, what does that mean? And I like, <laughs> literally asked her. I was yeah. like, I was like, B- BTW, what's this wait for steak? <laughs> <laughs> just like cringing thinking about it. Yeah. But then I oh. think she just wrote back like this description. But I don't yeah. Know. Do you remember though? What it said? No, like what that, what she meant by that. Cause I know. Oh yeah. It was like what you were just talking about. Like, you know, waiting, waiting for a waiting guy. for the guy who will. Yeah, because yeah. their guys are like right. beef jerky. Their guys are like <laughs> freaking chicken. Yeah, <laughs> you're chicken. waiting. You're waiting for like the high quality, like matured. Yeah, like because there are some guys that like we talk about. Like sometimes we're like that guy's like raw steak. You know, like mm-hmm. he's gonna be good one day, but right now he's like not quite there. But yeah, he, he has potential. Yes. Yeah. It's a little medium rare. Yeah, I think that came from Francis Chan. Actually, that whole concept. Oh, okay, but yeah, that I makes could sense. be. So wrong. That sounds like a Francis Chan thing. I yeah, I think it's a Francis Chan thing, but correct me if I'm wrong. Actually, don't. Just let me be happy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> let me be right. Yeah, please. Um. Okay. I actually have a relationship quote. Okay. This. This. Okay, okay I found that it. That was fast. Okay. Yeah, it was like the second one on my Pinterest board. It says, when I was younger, I used to think true love was tumultuous and intense. Did I say that right? Tumultuous? Tumultuous. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, When I was... I'm going to start over because I feel like that really rocked my vibe. Okay. It 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 tumulted your vibe. It tumulted my vibe. (laughs) Made your vibe tumultuous? (laughs) Yeah. When I was younger, I used to think true love was tumultuous. Wow. I mispronounced it. Great. I believe in you. Thank you. Tumultuous and intense. But now I feel like real love is gentle. Passionate in a soft, sweet way. Not fireworks and drama, but a love that's like coming home. Mm. The breeze on a still summer day. A balm to the aches of the world. And that mm. just speaks to my soul. So... Yeah, as you get older, that's like becomes more and more real. I feel yeah. like. Because when you're younger, you're like, you just want to be exciting and fun. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I was literally just thinking yesterday about my first relationship and how, like, it constantly felt like there were, like, fireworks going off in my (laughs) belly. Like, it was so exciting and, like, everything we did was just, like, intense. It was literally a roller coaster and it was so Mm. fun, but, like, it wasn't sustainable. Right. You know? Right. Um, But, like, now I actually haven't been in, like, the ladder kind of relationship yet but Mm -hmm. I know that that's what I'm looking for Mm. like I can I can almost like feel that within myself like just walking on my own like that's kind of the like inner like culture Mm. if you know what I mean that Mm -hmm. I'm trying to cultivate like the like the state internally that I'm trying to cultivate and so like having that in a romantic relationship is just like that would be great. Yeah. 
Yeah, for real. And I think sometimes, yeah, you kind of got to go through the fireworks to realize that that's like not what you want Mm -hmm. in in a long-term relationship. Have you had fireworks? (laughs) (laughs) I think I've had like, what's the word? Um, like phantom fireworks yeah <laughs> you know when you, you like have it with like a crush yeah that's yeah. what i mean yeah. that's what i'm gonna start calling crushes phantom fireworks because <laughs> that's really what it is yeah it's like something you think is there it's really not well sometimes it is if you're lucky but yeah but not often but usually not yeah at least not in my <laughs> case really, oh my gosh <laughs> cry same <laughs> same oh my yeah. gosh um yeah, do you have any quotes for us? Mm, I can look. I don't okay. have any off the top of my... There's always so many quotes on my Pinterest board. Mm-hmm. You can go check it out right now at www.pinterest.com slash kangaroothy1. still my Pinterest. I love that. I love how my name on Pinterest was Adelaide Scott for like 10 yeah. years. Like, Where did that come from? It was just a name that I liked. I just made it up. <laughs> Cute. Um, I do have another quote. Okay. Um, Let's hear it. Okay. I love this. Okay. I decided to read it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> People who think that saying I love you to someone a lot makes it lose its meaning are so boring. Literally, what can make you think that? If someone tells you they love you like three times in an hour, it means that three separate times they were sitting there and thinking about you and how wonderful you are. Mm. SMH. (laughs) Say I love you to everyone that you love as often as possible because sometimes it's easy to forget that there are people who love you. Mm. And that's actually not like romantic and like specifically it's just in general, but. I think it's really important to tell your friends I love you. Yeah, truly. Because, yeah, sometimes people really need to hear that. Yeah. hmm Truly. Yeah, I remember the first time I had, like, two friends for, like, all my life. And we would say I love you and didn't even think about it. I remember the first mm-hmm. time I, like, created a new friendship. And we said I love you for the first time. It was almost like doing it in a romantic relationship. I was like, <laughs> yeah. oh, wow, this is so exciting. <laughs> Yeah, but now I just, I do it without thinking, honestly. Yeah. Like, I don't keep track of, like, the first time I say it to someone mm. anymore because yeah. it just, like, comes forth naturally, mm. you know? That's so sweet. That's the thing about friendship. Like, saying I love you in a friendship, there's, like, it's not like, oh, my gosh, do I say it back? Do I love <laughs> what does this? this mean? Is this just infatuation? <laughs> like, you know, you're like, oh, yeah, I love you, too. Like, I purely, genuinely love you. Yeah, it's like... like that first Peter kind of love, you know Yay. what I mean? <laughs> love one another with a brotherly love, you know? <laughs> the classic friend zoning verse. <laughs> oh. oh my god. <laughs> no, that's so cute though. Mm. This is okay, I found one that's kind of okay. it's kind of it's kind of interesting, kind of goes with the theme. Okay. Um so this is a Tumblr post. It says I've spent my 18 years of life trying to be okay with the fact that humans fade in and out of each other's lives. No matter how I think about it, I can't make it sound romantic or poetic. To those who have already passed through my life and to those who eventually will, I love you. I miss you. The back door will always be unlocked if you ever feel like coming home. 
That, I think that's I kind love of, that. I really like that because I, yeah. you know, when you just like reach a point in your life where you're like, okay, well, these people, like a lot of them are temporary mm-hmm. and I kind of got to focus on, you know, loving who's in my life right now and appreciating them and, mm-hmm. you know, before and just really valuing them, even the ones that you think are going to be there forever. There's like no guarantee of that. And it's important, I feel like, to really value the people who are in your life. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I actually had a conversation the other day with a friend who we used to have, like, a whole friend group for, like, a year. We, Mm -hmm. like, really stuck together. We Mm -hmm. had, like, every Saturday night we hang out. We we hang out. We hang out. <laughs> we hung out. We don't anymore. And that's the point. We don't <laughs> we don't hang out anymore. We just we were all like early twenties, like late teens, and we've all just gone in different directions. Some of us have gotten married, some of us have moved away, you know. And I kind of always knew mm-hmm. that it wasn't gonna last, that, that yeah. season wasn't gonna last. And I just I soaked in every moment I could of spending mm. time with a specific group of people with their specific vibe you know Mm -hmm. but my friend was just having a really hard time wrapping her head around it that you know these people were fading out of her life Mm -hmm. her life and you know she might not ever see some of them again Mm because she's moving away and all this and I don't know it's just a thing and that it just is more inspiration to me to like live in the moment now yeah you know to like yeah take in every minute I can with people who I know deep down probably aren't going to be around forever. Yeah. I think you really realize that, especially, like, post-high school. Mm -hmm. Because, like, when you're in school, you just are like, okay, these people are literally going to be in my life probably for the next, like, four or so years. And, you know, but it's – and then once you graduate, you're like, oh, wow. Like, you know, there's literally no permanence of any of the people in my life. Yeah. Or at least no, like, guaranteed permanence. Right. You know, you have to really choose to nurture relationships that you want to keep and, mm-hmm. you know, figure out what's basically what's worth it, which is hard. Yeah, hard, it is. Hard to decide. But... And I can't, like, proactively think about that. Like, okay, who am I going to invest in? Who am I yeah. going to let slide? You I know. know like, I don't it, think like, about so that. so wrong. It's something that just happens organically for the most part yeah and there are certain people who try to cling to you when it's just like you your paths just aren't aligning Mm -hmm. and you have to try not to be that person who's Mm -hmm. trying to hold on you know there I think there's a balance between being intentional with people and also like letting them go if things if your paths just aren't aligned anymore yeah like I mean my mom has friends in Canada who I mean she hasn't lived there since she was really young mm-hmm. you know like in her 20s or whatever and but they're still good friends because you know there are some people who she doesn't talk to anymore but they're specific friends who even if they live in separate countries mm-hmm. they've chosen to be intentional too yeah so she just she had to choose which friends mm, like it's hard had that connection that was going to be unbreakable by the distance. Yeah. You know? Ooh, that's another thing is distance. Mm-hmm. That really tests mm-hmm. your relationship. Truly. Sure. Truly. Mm. Wow. Wow. That's some good stuff. Yeah. Thanks, everybody, who, like, yeah. submitted that. That yeah. was really no kidding. good I, food for thought. Yeah. I hope that everyone who wanted to submit something got to in time. Yeah. 
Yeah, and if you didn't, you know, we're probably going to do another episode like this that, you know, maybe has a different structure. We might ask for spicy relationship mm. stories <gasps> at some oh, point. I would love that. Yeah. Or any stories. Honestly, honestly. yeah. I love reading other people's stories. Literally, I sure. think that we should. That would, that's actually a good idea. Yeah. Ask them for stories. Yeah. We yeah. should maybe do that, like, sometime soon. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, stay tuned, guys. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Some more spicy content. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I feel like that's good. I think that's I good. I feel like too. we done yeah. did it. I think we completed our mission. Yeah. And now it is time for the kisses. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's go, Ruthie. <laughs> okay, ready? Ready? Okay. One, two, three. Kisses. kisses. <laughs>